What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Quasi Talk, a weekly podcast where we discuss current events in the gaming space and other creator news. On today's docket, we have Streamlabs becoming the bane of the community, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick covers up sexual assault, drag queens being targeted and swatted on Twitch, and the launch of Halo Infinite. To get things started today, we're going to be talking about Streamlabs. Now, I've never seen the internet come together to cancel someone that deserves it, and this is the time that it actually paid off. So, Streamlabs is a company that does content creator live streaming tools. They do things like donation alerts, they do things like... Um, overlays uh, alerts for your stream you can multi-stream to different places they like you can automatically post on social media but basically it's a one-stop shop for everything creator news now i used to use Streamlabs way back in the day until i moved over to stream elements because i feel like stream elements is a better product well what happened with stream stream labs here is that um Streamlabs came out with this tool that you could stream from a console. Now, everybody that you've seen streaming, usually you'll see like their webcam border, their overlays, and then the gameplay behind them. Well, this is very resource intensive. You need to get a PC, you need to get a capture card, especially if you're con uh, capturing console, and you have to basically use OBS to do this. This can be very daunting for your regular everyday user to do. So they created a product that basically you stream from your console to them then they push out your stream with the overlays and stuff on it, but you don't really get you to pay a subscription per month and you know, you can do it. Uh, you can stream out, which is perfect. You know, it, it lowers the cost of entry for new streamers to get on the platform and they can actually end up making something of themselves with this. Well, unfortunately, this is already a company. This company by the name of Lightstream created this years ago. And when Streamlabs launched their product, it looked like they basically verbatim copied everything that Lightstream had to offer. And they did. There's a one-to-one, -one, I suggest that you go look this up. Uh, there's a one-to-one -one copy of the exact Lightstream website on Streamlabs, even down to the uh, testimonials at the bottom. They used verbatim the same like lines they did they didn't even they didn't even like the only thing they changed on that is the name they just changed the name but besides the name it was basically the same thing so of course Lightstream tweeted out about this and they're like hey um <laughs> what are you doing this is kind of our whole thing and Streamlabs responded after the initial backlash and they were saying like oh um that was just a placeholder website we were going to change everything up but even if you were going to change everything up, the way that the two websites look side by side look like the exact same thing. Like there's no uh, difference between the two of them. And it turns out that this is not the first time that they've done this. So because of this one catalyst that happened, now every single other streaming company, very big brands, are coming out against Streamlabs for them copying them. So you guys may be familiar with Elgato. Elgato makes capture cards, lights, basically everything. On my desk right now, I have like six Elgato products. That's because I love them so much. But one of the best products that Elgato makes, it's called the Stream Deck. And the Stream Deck is a tool that you can use to program different macros for your streams. You can press a button, change a scene, press a button, do an overlay, press a button, do anything. You can even automate it for your computer and people outside the streaming space use this because it's basically just plug and play. Well, Streamlabs also copied them by releasing the Streamlabs, I'm not even joking, Streamlabs Stream Deck, which is literally the same name as the Stream Deck from Elgato, and it was in a mobile form. Well, Elgato also has a mobile version of their Stream Deck app, but they didn't, they just said, hey, you're copying me, um, and then Streamlabs said, we don't care. But the worst part about it is that Streamlabs has their own encoder called Streamlabs OBS. 
You may be familiar in the streaming space with open broadcast software. That's what OBS stands for. And it's open. It's open source. Anybody can use it. I use it every day. Professional streaming companies use it all over the place. I know my job. We use it at my job for my uh, my streaming job. And it's crazy to see that Streamlabs basically took the name and didn't ask for any credit or, 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 or they didn't give OBS any credit. So open broadcast is open. Anybody can use it. And there's nothing legally against doing that. But once Streamlabs, uh, once Streamlabs asked um, OBS to use the name, OBS said, we would like it if you didn't because it's going to confuse people. Streamlabs OBS just took it or Streamlabs took it, branded Streamlabs OBS. And then to add the, the, the insult to injury on this, stream, Streamlabs, they took out an ad with Google. So now you can't see it right now because they took it down. But if you were to Google OB, OBS, Open Broadcast Software, the free service, you would see that the top paid ad is for Streamlabs OBS which means that if you're a person that's coming into this new you're going to think that you're going to have to pay a little bit to use their software now Streamlabs OBS by itself is free but there's Streamlabs Prime which adds like additional features to it and stuff that you have to pay for so this is basically those marketing uh, you know, techniques that Streamlabs is trying to use to steal this so basically there's nothing that Streamlabs has ever created that has been original and so you had creators all out of the wet work coming out and talking about Streamlabs and uh, about their mispractices. And then you had the, the top female streamer of all time, Pokimane, uh, who was the face of Streamlabs. She just like was on their uh, on their website as soon as you went there. It was like, listen, I'm not going to continue supporting you guys unless you guys clean this up. So right now we're seeing that Streamlabs is trying their best to remove everything that's associated with another brand and try to rebrand re it. Right now, Streamlabs OBS is now called Streamlabs Desktop. It says right here on their website, we are in the process of updating the name of our streaming app. The name may temporarily be different on the web and the app. So basically they are looking, uh, they're looking to do damage control. And this is terrible because Logitech, huge gaming brand, huge brand in general, just purchased Streamlabs for $89 million. They paid $89 million for this, as well as an additional $29 million that was issued to Streamlabs in Logitech stock. That's a lot of money. That's crazy. I definitely want to know what uh, what you guys uh, what you guys think about that. But to move on from that, today we're going to be talking about Activision CEO Bobby Kotick covers up sexual assault. So you guys know I've been talking about what's been going on at Activision. It's been crazy. It's been ridiculous. The state of California launched an investigation into Activision for over two years talking about sexual assault talking about toxic work environment, talking about it being a boys club. I made a video about this a little bit ago, but to, to tell it uh, and fast forward, uh, they came out with this report that basically said that uh, a lot of the female employees in order to rank up or <laughs> rank up, I say, in order to uh, get promoted or to you know move up in the company, they had to either sleep with or know somebody or basically, basically like sleep their way up to the top, which is terrible. That's the worst thing that could ever happen. And unfortunately, there was even a uh, co-worker uh, in a developer in Activision who was forced to sleep with her boss on a trip and ended up committing suicide, which is by far the worst thing. And Activision basically swept it under the rug and said that, like, that wasn't the case, even though everybody did. So a lot of the employees of Activision walked out over this. They want to see change. Activision is trying to do damage control. They've input at least three to four CEOs um, ever since this started to come up. And their stock is just tanking, tanking and the shareholders have have called so that uh, 
the board can remove the CEO, of course, because it's going to take a little bit, probably before the end of the year, they're going to remove him. But uh, I want to know what you guys think about what's going to happen with them, because Activision has some huge names. They have some huge brand recognition, and they make some of the most popular games on the planet. Now, people are going to still play those games. People pay for those games, and it's not the devs themselves that are the ones doing this. This is like upper management stuff, but this is more of a culture problem. And, uh, you know, they, 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 have to f they have to figure that stuff out. Um, to move on from that, uh, we have another unfortunate topics. Uh, drag queens are being targeted and swatted on Twitch. So I've talked about swatting before, and if you don't know what swatting is, it's basically sending the SWAT team to somebody's home. People online use this as a way to like intimidate and to harass other people, but also it's very dangerous. Back in 2019, there was a guy um, who was basically just a regular guy who got swatted. Um, he came out and the police shot him. And, you know, they thought that they were responding to, you know, an aggressive person or someone that's holding someone captive or a murderer. So people online use VPNs and Skype and all these places that mask where you're from. They call local police departments directly and then they say, hey, so and such has me tied up in their basement. So and such has me here. I need help. And if you are a police officer, you're the police station, you're going to respond. And luckily, in this case, nobody got hurt because the, the individual who got swatted, uh, Elix, I believe her name is, uh, she contacted the police beforehand a little bit ago, letting them know who she was. And this is something that I always advocate people to do. If you are a content creator of any size and you want to, I mean, not any size, if you're like up there, um, you know, yes, it happens to everyday people, but majority of people that uh, it happens to are, are bigger streamers. If you're a bigger streamer, you contact your police department and you let them know they should by now have an idea of what this is now they're still going to respond to your house because you know they have to come and check out and make sure everything's safe but um i think it was woody's gamertag who said that he told the police meet me outside my house i will lay down in my driveway with my hands behind my back and you can search my house but just send like two plainclothes officers or two unis to the house have them search the house don't send the whole swat team because the taxpayers have to pay uh for, for that sort of thing so People are wondering, what is Twitch going to do about it? And honestly, I don't even think that it's a Twitch problem. I don't think that Twitch can really um, implement tools that could fix this because the way it's going to happen, it happens on the, you know, on the internet all the time. Now, you know, the majority of people want to see the reaction or the swatting happen live. So, I mean, I don't really know what Twitch can do about it. They, they answered um, uh, a request like this. They said, uh, we're always gathering community feedback to inform uh, this process as well as expanding educational resources like our safety center and creator camp programming to better ensure that community members have access to vital information that keeps them safe. They have no idea how to fix it. I don't think anybody has any idea how to fix it. The only thing that we can do is hopeful, uh, hope that these uh, police officers and these police departments are educated enough to understand what's a real credible threat But I don't think that in any time soon. There's going to be a clear fire way of preventing this to happen. Maybe better detection of uh, when people call in uh, to To police departments maybe figuring out what the VoIP is or like figuring out where they're coming from um, You know, maybe that's gonna work and our final topic for today I know I've been rambling a bit everybody is Halo Infinite the only gaming <laughs> topic that we're going to be talking about today halo infinite just released their multiplayer beta on steam on xbox everybody can play it now and so far it's getting rave reviews everybody loves halo it's great i'm gonna hop off this podcast right now and i'm gonna play some halo myself because i love halo 
to tell you guys a quick story, my first gamer tag ever on the internet was XX Spartan DC XX DC being my initials, Spartan being the main you know character, sold super soldiers in Halo, and the XX in the beginning and the end because back that time I'm dating myself. That was like the cool thing to do. But um, people are liking it because of two things. It has the snappy, quick, really fast gameplay that uh, these more modern kids are are interested in. You know, your battle royale types. But it still has the like BR gunfight, like you know, take it slow if you know what you're doing type um, Halo that all the OGs are used to. So I'm looking forward to seeing this game prosper. I need another game to play, and I love playing Halo. I want this campaign to be a banger. I want uh, to be able to go into Halo Forge mode with my friends and be able to like make you know f fancy custom maps and stuff. But I definitely know that they're going to be putting a battle royale in this game like in a month because I, at this point, if you're an FPS, you have to have a battle royale that's free to play that everybody can play um, to, to to grow your brand. And I think that 343 said that they want Halo to be a 10-year franchise, which is massive. You know, they're going to have to keep updating this event. Um, uh, update up, updating these uh, games uh, with events uh, day in and day out to keep people interested but I just hope that they really do it but um, that's gonna do it for me on this one hope you guys enjoyed if you guys did please do me a favor and rate this podcast five stars wherever you guys are and feel free to reach out to me on Twitter you know Facebook YouTube whatever all those places if you guys want to get people on or to talk about stuff because I'd love to have people on the podcast I just don't have anybody to talk to <laughs> but uh I love your faces, and I'll see you guys later. Peace.